Welcome to Inside the Natural State. Here we are in week number two. Um, Zach, how you feeling? I don't know exactly how I feel right now. You look down. Uh, I'm confused as to what we saw on Saturday. Um, but before we get into that, I got to do one thing. Uh-oh. Got to thank our sponsor, Mountain Valley Spring Water since 1871. Cool, refreshing water right, right here in the Washita Mountains. And sorry, I got something hung in my throat. Can I do that again? You need some Mountain Valley water. <laughs> I need Mountain Valley water. <clears throat> since 1871, right here in the Washita Mountains in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Cool, refreshing Mountain Valley Spring Water. Get it today at your local retailer or order. Oh, can we order online? Can we order online? Okay, so week one is in the books. Yes, it is. How do you feel about it? You and I were live at Boudreaux's. We were. Um, that was a pretty good crowd for uh, game was, one. It was a good crowd. Um, it, was, it was kind of a tempered crowd by about the second quarter, so definitely in the second half. Oh, my thoughts, man. I don't know. I really, I, well, I got a lot of thoughts, but I've had about four days or three days here to process them. So Yeah, but I mean, that thing is still, it's one of those that still stick with you that now you're going into conference play. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing, though. I mean, hopefully the vanilla-ness that we saw, if that's what it really the, really the problem was. that That was pure crap. It was, but so I guess my question here, just first off, is um, after watching what we watched, do you, are, are you, because, and hearing reactions from everybody over the last few days, are you in the camp of we need some changes in the play calling? Or are you in the camp of we just had a very terrible lack of execution? I honestly don't know. At this point, I honestly don't know. I mean, the whole we played vanilla bull crap just doesn't sit well with me. So here's my issue. We, 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 we debated this a couple of episodes ago about the open practices. Here's, been, here's my problem coming out of this. Right. Chad Morris comes out and says, I'm not apologizing for a win. As he should not. Well, he also said there was no, there's no such thing as a bad win. I yeah, have to that, disagree. That, that's, yeah, that, that, this was a bad win. This was Point a blank, end of story. Bad if win. Joe Fusha had not intercepted that pass in the fourth quarter, there is a very good chance Portland State would have beat us. It's possible. And, and, and I, I mean, that, that game was way too close. It should have never been a one-possession game at the end. But, 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 a win's a win. However, yeah, but here, here's did we really again? I'm I was the one of the ones that jumped on that bandwagon that said it was going to be a sixty-three to ten ball game, and most people are looking at this going, well, we're right on par with where I mean, nineteen months on the job, one and a half recruiting classes. Are we right on par with where we were because <coughs> or where we were last year? I mean, I, that's where you're going with that because well, I mean, last year at this time we came off a, a like a forty point beat down yeah. the FCS team. And it wasn't one pretty thing, either, but we at least the score. One thing I saw different, and there was a lot of differences going in from game two to last year to game two to this year. Heart. Yeah, I mean, they definitely didn't quit. They definitely they didn't quit the this. Through. I mean, they got up, and then they. I mean, they stayed in it. Okay, last year they got up and then said, "Meh, all right." Yeah, and some of that could have been the fact. Obviously, you know, uh, Portland State lost their starting quarterback. They had some adversity at the end of the game too. Uh, really, his only big play was a you know a broken play that was really just r- ridiculous. It was it, it was it was very it was very indicative of what Arkansas has been over the last year, just when bad things can happen. But I guess so. Here's my problem. For for weeks we've debated this idea of open or closed practices. That's all we've heard about all year. All because we've been waiting for football. We've we've been chomping at the bit to see football. 
Chad Morris comes out and says, I'm not going to, I'm not going to apologize, you know, for a win. Fine. But you need to apologize for the product that showed up on the field on Saturday because here's my issue. A freaking men. Here's my issue. You closed practices. You led a narrative that we're, we're, we're executing well. Even today, in today's post-practice, he's talking about how well they're executing in practice. I don't agree with this contention of fans that think Craddock needs to go, Morris needs to call the plays. I'm not in that camp yet because I didn't think it was a badly I didn't think it was a badly called game. I think there was some blub, I think there were some bad moments. The moment right before halftime where it's I mean it, you can it, it's playing yeah, this video and, you see yeah, half but, the coaches but, strumming the guitar and Morris over there throwing his hand at the ground. So But in retrospect he did take responsibility for that. No, and that's fine. You know, and I, and I but again, that. again, I was listening to, to to one of the local radio stations here, and they said, you know, if Morris would have had his headset on, everybody would have been on the same page. So that part but, I can understand. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, so, <clears throat> so from a coaching perspective, I get that. I mean, there was some coaching issues, but I think more than anything, there was, there was a lot of execu- execution issues. So my problem is this. Why come out vanilla? Why well, come, we, the, 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 we know what this season is. The coaches aren't going to come out and say that this is going to be a, a four and a four and eight season or a six and six season. The coaches are going to come out and say we want to win every game, as they should. The players are going to come out and say they want to win every game. But behind scene, behind the scenes, you know that they have to know what they they know what they've got on this team, they yeah. know the talent level, and they know and, how much and they you, can pick you up. You know, going back on your original question, are we on par? Given where this team was a year ago or even two years ago, yeah, I think we're on par, right where we. Right, right where we are expected to be. Uh, well, I mean, think about it. Through the I Brett think Bielema that question era, can be answered after this week. Where, it can. We really it's going to change. Yeah. It's going to change. Well, the team's going to get better, I hope. Throughout the but year. you have to understand where we were six years of barely recruiting, barely getting by. I mean, we scraped together. A, the best season we had was, what, seven and six, eight and five with a bowl win? Right. I mean... I got into an argument on social media today. Something I don't normally do. I do with a Georgia fan. Yeah, well, whatever. <clears throat> and he said, you know, count. plain and simple, Arkansas sucks. We do suck, and we do. But why? When you have a coach like the previous coaching staff didn't take care of the conditioning properly of the players, didn't recruit for crap, except maybe one or two players. Well, okay, yeah. That he you're gonna some, you're gonna hit some recruits in there. You're gonna have well, yeah. You, I mean, Alex Collins, Jonathan, or yeah, Alex Collins, Jonathan Williams. You had a few, but not how not to the extent that we've gotten now. Right, and, and so yeah, it definitely. I think we we think the future's bright, but what bothers me about week one is everybody comes out. Did you watch the LSU game at all? Mm-hmm. I mean. So LSU didn't. Joe hold, Burrow scares the I'm living hell out of Joe me. Burrow. LSU didn't hold anything back. This is a top potentially a top five program this year. I mean, they look really, really good. Now, and if I remember right, Clemson didn't either. Well, I mean. But they're playing, I mean, they they 38-point win over an unranked Georgia Tech team. Yeah, I mean, and that's a little bit of a rivalry game. But, I mean, so so LSU doesn't hold any ba- anything back against a really bad team. They promised offense all offseason. Yeah. They made all these moves. They promised offense, and they stepped on that. Now, and they, they produced. Now, Granted, they have better athletes than we do. There's, there's no question. They've recruited at a higher level over the last few years. They, they, they have better athletes. But they preached offense. They told their fan base, you're going to see offense. And they came out in game one, and they gave their fan base offense. Now, we have an issue with this program right now of getting fans on the hill. 61-ish thousand is what they reported. I bet there was probably 50-ish thousand there, really. So my, my issue is that you've, you're trying to get fans in the seats, 
You've done the new Hogtown. You've done all supposedly all these things. But then you come out and you lay an egg with a vanilla offense. What are you afraid to show? Because at the end of the day, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, all these other programs, they know what you're going to do. Yeah. You've said what you're going to do. What were you afraid to show on game one that you didn't want Ole Miss to see in game two? Because I hope, and if I don't see a drastic difference in offense on, on Saturday when I'm down in the Grove, I'm going to be extremely concerned. Yeah, so speaking of you being in the Grove, um, we have a Snapchat channel now. Yeah, we're doing a little fun on it right now. And so um, we, were, we were, and I hate to squirrel, having a, what Katie calls on, on the live show on Friday nights is squirrel moments. Um, we, were the, we were at the, we were at the, huh? Huh? What? <laughs> right. Lose my train of thought. What? Where? What? But, uh, you're going to be live at the Grove. Yeah. You're going to do, uh, live streams on Facebook too, or just on Snapchat? Probably both. Okay. Yeah, I mean, depends on how many hottie toddies I have. Works for me. Hey, when in Rome, right? Yeah. In the Grove. You yeah. never know. So yeah. So I mean, sure. Moore shouldn't apologize for a win. I also don't think he needs to use the excuse, oh, it was just vanilla, which was but, planned. But, if you'd have come out before and said something similar to that effect, then I can understand the gameplay on the field. But coming out after after a lackluster performance with, eh, it was just vanilla, which was exactly our game plan, but that if, doesn't give me confidence. But, okay, you're telling me that I don't care for the 14th ranked team in the SEC, which we'll get to that in a little bit. I don't care if we're the worst team in the SEC. We, as the worst team in the SEC, should be able to play vanilla against Portland freaking State and put up 30 or more points. I agree. There's no reason why we shouldn't have been able able to go out there and watch our offensive line absolutely dominate. I don't – though, I didn't think the offensive line played overly terrible. Um, Quarterback play, I thought, was really bad. Um, What what was your thoughts on the decision to bring Starkle in – there late in the second half or late in the first half. It confused me. So, yeah. I, I mean, I can get the, I understand. And, and I apologize for cutting you off. Oh, you're good. I, I can understand the whole switching out players, getting players playing time, but that game was way too close to pull. I apologize. We're getting a live phone call. Um, but it's one of those that, <clears throat> I don't understand. I don't understand the the, the I, I shift. Didn't get, I didn't get the reason to make the move, especially when they made the move. And I think Craddock same came out after the game and made the comment. You know, well, you know, if he could throw a touchdown there, we may have been may have done things different. Bull. Maybe so. And, and again, I can I can I can understand um, them wanting to make them wanting to make a move for a spark. But okay, so he throws interception. You don't get your spark. He throws interception pretty much right off the bat. But then you throw him back out there again in an even worse situation. I don't know how much he's worked on the under two minute offense. He, <clears throat> but it, it showed that either he hasn't worked in it, or the team hasn't, or both. They all haven't worked in it a bunch because we saw it. By the way, the second, the first half ended with the fact that we should have had at least six points there, and we end up with three points or no points out of that whole scenario where you know because of the pick and then the the blunder there at the end where we just throw the ball off with two seconds left and run the clock out. That one, I, I don't I, – well, okay. So, you've got five guys telling you to do the air guitar move, whatever that sign is. But your head coach is telling you to spike the ball, spike the ball. Shouldn't you listen to who the head – what well, the head but, coach is giving you? Well, but who – because I don't – maybe, but at the end of the day, 
they're looking at a key on the sideline. So if Morris is not Starkle's key on the sideline, then it doesn't matter. He's he the, whoever he's looking at as his key on the sideline is who he needs to reach is is who he needs to look at. So I would assume that Morris is not who they're looking at for their keys as to what they're supposed to be doing there. All right, we will continue the discussion later on. But ne- coming up next, we're gonna be joined by more two more of the Hoggets right after this on Inside the Natural State. We the people stand tall, equal, and free in pursuit of happiness and premium American spring water. Mineral-rich, revitalizing goodness. With a naturally detoxifying high alkalinity. And 7.8 pH. Bottled in glass. To oxygenate our brave, proud selves. The healer and hydrator of. We. 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 The people. The Mountain Valley spring water. Back to the source. Welcome back to Inside the Natural State. Zach and Steve here with you, as always, week in and week out. But we are joined by two, and they call themselves the Sassy Sisters of the Hoggets, Anita and Natalie. What's up, ladies? What's up? Oh, they're coming in hot already, Steve. I like the fact that I have you doing my excited welcome when you come back on, because you hadn't did that until I do it. Yeah, well, I'm... I'm... Welcome! He's never done it before. (laughs) I'm rubbing off on you, Zach. Shut up, Steve. (laughs) <laughs> so mean okay so i don't steve come on man you're coming i got you all flustered now it's like, it's like he's at the high school dance like you did, I, I mean, will you sign my arm <laughs> what who'd you have signed your arms at a high school dance what the heck kind of high school dance did you go you know actually we didn't have a high school dance that's probably a good thing yeah because i can't dance for crap well i can't either anyway so we're going to dive right on in this and what they changed the game experience, the, the, what they call it, the end game experience or the whole well, game, ex- the fan experience, the fan experience. That's the what it was. Game, yeah. The game day. The game day. Yeah, now y'all were up there for game one last week. Yeah. Yes. Is Hogtown. I mean, g- give us a rundown of what Hogtown is and, and give us your grade on it. If you would. Um, Hogtown is basically, they shut off Maple. They closed it off completely. Um, and if you don't know the area, Maple is the street that runs directly behind the north parking lot of Stadium. In between right. Stadium and Razorback. Right. Well, they completely blocked it off. Um, they have on one end a stage. And they had a stage and a live band. And um, I think that that's where the beer, beer garden was. Um, and then they had various food trucks lined up and down the street. Um, and then some little game vendors. Kind of like yeah, game vendors. Right kind of thing. Uh, Tusk was out there. How did how did you Tusk 5 look? Uh, he, he, he's my spirit animal. Um, he, yeah. he was a little lazy there for a while. Yeah, he took a nap. He took a nap. Yeah, he's, he's still young. He's still young. And then, uh, then the girls started showing up, and he perked up a bit, so... <laughs> Um, that's my boy. Then they had, then they had uh, pig, you know, kids activities at the, the end. Duh. <laughs> so, and, uh, I mean, it was okay. So it was more kind of like, uh, what is their spring game festivities? The, the razor fest or hog 
Razor Fest, yeah. Right. Whatever they used to call it right before the Red White game. Yeah, Razor Fest. So it's kind of similar to that without like the car shows and stuff like that. So what do you feel? I, I have mean, a feeling it'll expand that way. Um, I think this is a, like a trial run is what it felt, felt like. Yeah, I, I think it was really good. I do think they probably need to expand it a little to give a little more space since yes. it was just kind of one street. Um, you couldn't get a whole lot of people in there without bumping elbows with everybody. Yeah. So I think that detoured a lot of people from, from sticking around in there a whole lot. But, it, I mean, it was really good. They had a lot of vendors giving out food and yeah. the games and, and everything. is very engaging, and, and so it, it was nice. So how was the in-game experience in general? I know we, we kind of talked about that here as we started off earlier, but uh, kind of debating the, the vanilla, the, the aspect of the vanilla playbook that they gave us on Saturday. But what was the in-game atmosphere like? Well, and I'll tell you, I've, the last few years I've, I've been an avid game goer. Um, I was very impressed with the amount of fans there. I was expecting... 35,000 maybe being the first game, being Labor Day weekend, you know, and given, you know, two and 10. Uh, but when it was kickoff and I looked around and saw how many people were actually there, I was, I was impressed, you know, go Hall fans. Yeah. They, yeah. they showed up in force and I'm, they were really engaged to, you know, yeah. um, even at the end when we started having some penalties and stuff and, that the game wasn't quite as out of hand as what we would have preferred it to be. They were still, you know, engaged and giving them heck. So. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was proud of our fan base. So, this has been a hot topic as of late. The the alcohol sales in the stadium. Did you guys see any issues that may need to be brought to light? I guess you could say. Um, in that regard, and what do you, what do you, both of you, what do you think about the, the alcohol being sold in the stadium? My normal tickets are uh, for in the outdoor club. Um, oh, so, so you've been now, drinking for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Did we mention two and ten? You're right. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, honestly, I thought it mellowed the crowd out. Uh, it, they seemed. No, nah, that mean, was the medical marijuana. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, oh, the yeah, that, that was, that, yeah, that was, that was the, the grass. <laughs> yeah, that was the new uh, grass. It, that was the new grass. But I, I always, I always said that I thought that, um, selling alcohol in the stadium would bring the crowd inside instead of everybody just getting wasted beforehand and, and not going in. Right. You know, and, uh, and I think that did help. Yeah. I didn't see any drunken brawls or any, you know, screaming and hollering any more than, okay, I might have been told to quit white trashing it up once or twice. But <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, it happens. <laughs> well, you know. Um, yeah, and I mean, I sat out in Section 104 pretty close to behind our bench, and I didn't see any issues at all there. You know, everybody had their, of course, it's, it's so hot out there, it's kind of hard right. to. To, to get drunk, no matter how much you want to drink, but um, it yeah, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't see it being an, as big of an issue as some people thought it would be. Well, we've heard we've heard mixed reviews. Or at least I have. I don't know about you, Steve. I haven't really heard anything about it. Um, I heard you know. I'll tell you how I feel in two weeks, week and a half. Oh, that's gonna be fun. 
well, one of our one of our goals as far as a podcast and, and as a as a show in general is is um, those hog boxes that they've got in Hogtown is one of our goals is to actually rent one of those not if not this year but next year one of the two um, and actually do a broadcast live from Hogtown prior to the oh, that game. Would be a blast. So that uh, would be a blast. hey, we're totally in for that. By the way, that would be pretty cool, right? We're working on we're working on do, trying to do one for baseball season, but that's yet to come. Oh, so the baseball things happening. Uh, I'll sponsor that. Well, hey, I will sponsor that in a heartbeat. I'm not gonna. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and throw his and name we'll out there. My brother, my get that one too. My brother, <laughs> my my brother's my brother's one that put me up to that. So, um, well, the baseball one, I will I will 100. Man, y'all don't don't don't. No, I've, seen the, one. I've seen the baseball one. Don't um, get my hopes up for that. It's not hopes. I'm promising. Uh, Mark the tape, Will. (laughs) Are we made? No, no, no. I know it's legal now, but no. Yeah, no, no. So, okay, so Portland State comes into Fayetteville last last week, and everybody that we spoke to, even even we put a post out on our Facebook page about, um, you know, predictions of the final score, this, that, and the other. Will, I think I'm peaking. I'm getting feedback. Yeah. Okay. Sucks to peak this young. I know, right? Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. I'm leaving that one alone. <laughs> you probably should. I'm, no, I'm, yeah, no. Um, anyway. <laughs> there I go off. <laughs> Rabbit hole. Wow. Rabbit hole. We're not going down that one. No, no, no. Um, everybody was expecting this blowout win. What did you guys think of the game? from beginning to end. I mean, give us give us your thoughts. I thought they were good and there were bad things. Um, I saw a lot of improvement in a lot of areas. I think, you know, there's still a lot of room for improvement on the O-line and some of those, at the end of the game, all of those offsides right in a row, I'm like, okay, guys, you're, you're not concentrating. But, you know, I, I think it was a good game to get the nerves out of the way for some of our freshman people that are going to have to step up and, you know, for us to get anywhere. But to be honest with you, it didn't change my outlook on the season at all. I've, I've seen a lot of fans going off, you know, oh, the sky's falling kind of thing again. And, I mean, I went into the season thinking we'll win four or five, and that's still where I am. So I have to I have to agree with that assessment. I think a lot of it was nerves. Um, I saw a lot of great improvement over last season, a lot of things that need work. Um but I definitely see an upswing, um, especially with all the freshmen that yeah. we have. Yeah, I think we definitely – obviously there's a massive talent upgrade. Um, what were your thoughts? I mean, as, as we watched a lot of these freshmen kind of jump out there for the first time with 11 new starters overall, um, what were your thoughts in general as far as uh, – or who, who were some of the – a couple of the freshmen that you guys uh, paid the most attention to? Trey Knox, Traylon Burke. Burke is going to be a beat. So, yeah. so what did you think about? Uh, we haven't even talked about this, but what did you think about Knox's comments this week about uh, what we're going to do at, at Ole Miss this week? You know, I already know how I, I feel I, about it. I, I don't think I want a player on my team that doesn't feel that way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I, now again, I haven't, I haven't actually read the full story on it, but. It's like you and I keep talking about, Steve, players during the, fo- during the season, and this goes for basketball, baseball, football, does not matter. As soon as the season starts, stay off of social well, media. Well, this wasn't social media. He was actually interviewed and asked. Oh, was he? he? Yeah, okay. He, that was yeah, just yeah. his response was just, you know, that they, they feel very confident. 
that they're going to put a lot of points on Ole Miss this weekend. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. I hope so. So I mean, we need to see. I, I, did, believe the, I did believe the exact quote was, we're going to dominate them. That's what, yeah, the offense is going to be dominant is what he said. Yep. Well, in order for them to do that, we need to see a lot more offense <laughs> on the field than what we saw a week ago. Because if well, we play, and I agree with this. But your question to us were, what were we? What did we think about his comments? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I don't want somebody that's going to go out there and be like, oh, well, we might do this. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go back. I that. I'm going to Steve. I'm going to let you run the show now. I'm, I'm going to go sit in the corner. <laughs> I got, yeah, I just, like, hey, I, can I can I get one of y'all here, just like every podcast, to sit right here next to me and do that? What you just did to Zach every time he goes <laughs> off on a rabbit hole. I'm I'm just gonna go back and sit in the corner because I just got put in my place. <laughs> oh, woo! Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Hey, you said you wanted the sass. That's right. She brought the sass. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you have no idea. No. <laughs> oh boy! This is our good behavior. Right? Oh, we got, want good I got, I got one rabbit hole. My my girlfriend, who's my co-host on my on, on our live show on Friday nights, um, unfortunately, she is in the next room sick. But she wanted me to ask. She's wanting to become a member of the Hoggets. Is is there a special way, you know, a ritual or something that can? Well, here's here's the deal about the Hoggets, okay? And and it's kind of a story, so bear with me. Now, Anita and I have been friends for 20, a long time. <laughs> I'm not naming <laughs> how many years we've been friends. It's been a long time. Um, and a few years ago, we had lost touch with each other. A few years ago, we reconnected on Twitter um, during the coaches' search for was it Bama? It was Bama, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, just reconnected, got to be real good friends again and, and hanging out. And I started being more social on, on Twitter and noticed after a few months that there were a group of hog fans that we had constant conversations with um, during games and, you know, whatever. Uh and one of the, well, two of the gentlemen that uh, were in this group just started calling us Hoggettes. Um, and there is a core group of just, what? 16 of us, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we've had this DM going with all 16 of us for like two years now. Yeah. And, nice. and what makes us so special is we run the gamut of ages. Twenty-eight to seventy-six. Yes, and but we love our hogs. We love each other. Um, we we consider ourselves sisters. We're family, um, and we like it that way. Uh, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but this is a sisterhood of friends. Um, and it's just a name, you know? It, it, it's not... How am I, how am I expressing this? We're... <laughs> you, you, know, you, you, can, you can call yourself a hog yet. Like, we haven't trademarked, we haven't done, but the core group of us hogettes are these 16 women who have this love for the hog and love for each other. So in other words, Zach, your wife 
as to have her own Hoggets group, if it can't be called Hoggets because they're going to trademark it. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, but you guys have been a lot of, you guys she, are a lot of fun to follow. I actually con- love the amount of information you guys put out on your Twitter. It's she's a also to- a converted Texas fan, so uh, yeah, she there is be, that. Yeah, hey, that, that, that would help get her in a little bit. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that we want to include anybody, but we don't also want to make it a big thing that we can't have our close connection with everybody. Right, I mean, that's, that's understandable. That's, that's the, the basis of it. Yeah, if, I, if you saw some of our DMs, I mean, we talk about our kids, our medical issues, our, yeah. our Oh, dude, my, my wife would fit in minutes. just perfectly there. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's like, give her somebody else to tell all that stuff uh-huh. to. Bit. <laughs> hey, you know what? If she wants to DM one of us on our own, have at it. We're open to it. I uh, will definitely you know. let her. All right, so we're moving into week two now that we've climbed yep. out of that rabbit hole. <laughs> we've lost Steve. No, go ahead. No, no, no. No, <laughs> okay. no. I'm good. I'm here. I'm back. Okay, we're going into you week two. sure about that? Two. Week two, yes. Yes, going into How week two. How do you guys two. feel about Ole Miss before Steve comes across the table and strangles me? But No, we're good. We, we actually had this conversation a little while ago. Um, if they come out of this with 173 total offensive yards, we've got the game easy. Yeah. Well, yeah really? So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we looked at their stats from the last game. Yeah. Right? Old, Old Miss's offense was putrid against Memphis. Now, Memphis is a good yeah. team. They got pretty good, pretty decent defense. Mark my uh-huh. words. Mike Norvell will not be the coach at Memphis next year. He will move on to the next level. I, I completely agree I, with that. I, I mean, yeah. you know, Ole Miss had a combined total yards of 173. If Arkansas does that... I think we had that in passing yards. We alone. did. Alone. Yeah. Um, if, if we can't surpass that, then you will see a very tiny brunette rush the field and, and start coaching herself. You yep. better be on Snapchat if that <laughs> happens, Steve. <laughs> so, so are y'all... How, how, who of the Hoggets are going to be over in the Grove? Uh, there's six of us now. Yes. See, Anita, myself, Natalie, uh, Kelly, Joyce, Carla. Well, I'm going to have to hunt them up. Yeah, Steve will be live at the Grove next week, or this week. Oh? Yeah, just a couple of days. Yeah, you got to find us. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be with some friends who are unfortunately Ole Miss fans, so we're going to be with them for a bit, and then... Traitor. We all have our cross. Hey, we like to meet new people. Yeah. Well, my my my, my best friend is the right way to live. Yeah, my best friend is a Razorback fan. Unfortunately, he went to Ole Miss for like a semester, and his mom and lives over there, and he lives in Oxford now. So, yeah, it, it's unfortunate, but it I, I happens. I think it'll be a good game. I think getting Grady back and and some of that will will help to open up some of the offense that we didn't have last week. So one of the things I noticed, and of course, you, Steve, you and I haven't uh, talked about this yet, was the fact that there were a couple of passes that just that were thrown behind them, the receivers, yeah. and had they been thrown over, like in, uh, there was one I think that knock that was thrown towards Knox. Had he caught it in stride, that'd have been six. Well, there were two that were that because you and I had even pointed that yeah, out. Yeah, there, there were a couple that way. I mean, execution was definitely lacking, which again, that's to be expected a bit in, in week one. I mean, I'm not overly surprised about. I'm not overly surprised about what I saw. I'm surprised about how vanilla the, the offensive game plan was. I, I made the point earlier that I think that if you're going to close practices and you're going to you're going to preach offense and you're going to say all these things and you kind of really know what this season's going to be, why are you hiding a bunch of stuff on 
game one. I mean, you want the fans to interact. I think we should have been a little less vanilla, but that's just my thoughts. So, well, I, I can see that too, but I can also – I'm not sure the play caller will be the same throughout the season. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> Okay. I, I think the most frustrating thing for me was watching us not get that the chance to do that field goal from two perspectives. One, they shouldn't have called a play in, and two, the quarterback should have no. knowledgeable enough to spike the ball and let us try to get a field goal. So, but we talked about I, that I think little... there's just a lot of nerves and stuff that have to be worked out. So I do, too. We talked about that a little bit earlier, too. I think that, um, I mean, it looks bad when you see the video that's been shared around quite a bit, and but I mean, again, the coaches does that raise any questions though, as far as the confidence level in this team? I don't think so. I don't. I, I think that when you you think about the, uh, I mean, even coaches aren't exempt from having blunders in a game. I mean, the players are going to have them, the coach is going to have them. I mean, that was just miscommunication, and, and you learn a lot from week one to week two. So, I, I'm yeah, with, I'm glad it happened at Portland State, not right. Ole Miss. Yeah, because I mean, that could have been an extremely important three points in a game against Ole Miss or even A and M. Yeah. Yeah, either way. So, yeah. I mean, get it out of the way in week one for sure. I was just a little disappointed in the fact that we didn't – either we didn't try to show a bunch or just execution was so bad we couldn't. So, Yeah, and I'm not sure how much of that played into the Cheyenne not playing and Knox not being full speed and, you know. I think there's going to be a lot of changes we're going to see uh, at the game Saturday. Um, and I hope that there's a, a few – a lot of surprises. Uh, going forward yeah I think there will be and I mean again I think you made a good point with CJ um, being out that's a I mean there was probably two third down conversions there that we would have converted if it's what is CJ. he like is it, isn't he like six four six five something like that he's six yeah yeah but it's not even about the size it's uh, about the hands <laughs> well yeah that's what I'm saying he's I mean he's <laughs> he's six four but I mean those those are those are almost for sure balls that he that that if thrown his way he would have he would have caught well, easily two yeah. would have been caught by anyone five foot Taller, taller, but that's just me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I mean, he's—you're not wrong, I, you know. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, I'm, I, I agree. I think we're going to see. I, I well, I feel like we're, de we're definitely going to see a big difference between week one and two, as we should. So, um, but getting guys like O'Grady back and some other things. Um, there's been some injury stuff that's come out today that's a little concerning, but uh, in general, you know, I think. I think your main your main pieces are back, so you look, you got a good chance to make a, a lot of improvement between now and then. Again, I just want to see impro improvements on that offensive line. I've said it all off season. I said it all last week. If if if, if this team is going to take that next step in improving and growth and get to that next level to be a consistent contender in the SEC West or even in the SEC as a whole. Starts at that offensive line. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. completely agree. But we we still got to get some guys in there that that meet his kind of um, play calling. I mean, you know, he's fast and furious, and Bielema was if you can block a hole, then block a hole. So, I mean, I have never if you could, if you could squeeze. <laughs> I have could, never heard it been put he, that way before, but I love that explanation. <laughs> that is perfect. Well, it's, it's the absolute truth, though. Bielema's guys you know? could just clog a hole. They didn't block it. They just clogged it. That's, they just, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which meant no one could yes, fit between them. Which was also the problem. They were yes. artery cloggers. Yes, they were. Like at the buffet table and. All right. So, Steve, we've asked this of all the hogheads, and, and I don't think we ought to break that, that uh, habit as of yet. So, 
I, I want to know uh, of of uh, however long y'all have been Razorback fans, who is the who is y'all's all time favorite player? You're asking me to go back to like 1975. Um, what was it like, Bill Montgomery? Um, I don't answer. Who's? <laughs> but I will. I can tell you my off, the, on that off the top of my head. The one person that comes into mind is Matt Jones. Really? The, wow. Okay. The guy was the most. I was at the UNLV game. Um, <laughs> his freshman year. Which one? The the bowl game or the one the following year? Uh, the following year. Okay. At War Memorial. Okay, yeah. Um, and what the first two starters were injured, or I don't even remember that part because you know, kind of was enjoying the War Memorial experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember when they put him in, and it, it just he lit everybody up. Everybody was going, who is this kid? And how was he making it down the field in three strides? You know, uh, he was a he was a playmaker, and I haven't seen anybody quite like him since. You know? Yeah, and he was crazy me, for exciting. The, for the athletic side, I would have to go Sidney Modgrey. I mean, I know that this is about football more, but. No, not at know, all. We're, we're open I to just, anything. I just have always loved his charisma going forth, but as far as football, I would have to say Brandon Burlesworth. I just think that he is the epitome of a Razorback. It's like we're year after year. I mean, not just as a player, but as the program, you know, we're always the redheaded stepchild, you know, the SEC and all that. And for him to come in and and his story to, to find his way through and get to where that, where he was, you know, that, I don't know. That just reminds me of our entire program, not yeah. only him as a person. Inspiring. <clears throat> Sorry. So we played a clip Would last. Would you tear up a little bit? No, no, no. You <laughs> took him down memory lane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve likes to call me an old soul because I'll start naming off Razorback players, and he's like, "Oh, wow! How in the world he wasn't even alive for?" Right? I wasn't either. I'm only 32 <laughs> years old. I mean, come on, man. So I want to play the same. Again. Yeah. I want to play the same <laughs> clip, and of course, we all know where Steve was. Yeah, but you're I, asking I, me again. I'm not, I'm not going to ask you to go down that rabbit hole again, Steve. Don't worry. But uh, will can we fire that up? Jones, back of the shotgun, the line of scrimmage, the 31-yard line of LSU. There's the snap. Jones looking. Jones now throwing to the end zone, and it is All right, so you've got Kill, your Kill. favorite your favorite player along with one of the greatest voices ever oh, to, I, to grace he, the radio, radio is, waves. He is the voice for my generation. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I I will agree with that. Um for any generation if that um uh, He's actually one of one of my uh, one of my idols that inspired me to actually get into what I'm doing now and and this podcast and and uh, sports media as a whole. But uh, it, yeah, what and that call is yes, 
That one, yeah. and then the uh, what was that? The Sterner to Lucas call. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember that one. Yep, to beat Tennessee the following year. Yep. Redemption year. Yep. So, <coughs> where? And again, Steve, you you don't have to answer. I'm not answering. Um, where were y'all? I mean, what did you feel that day when 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 you heard that and or or were, were watching it for that matter? Which one? Well, I felt a little beat up because I was in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we were going nuts. So <laughs> I, was, I was I was listening. Um but I do believe I remember standing up and screaming at the top of my lungs, uh you know, like a like a banshee, basically. Uh I think I was hugging people I'd never and, met. Before. And it was L S U. I mean you Sounds like us when I was at Boudreaux's. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be doing that, I mean, that in a couple of weeks me. on your first visit to the, uh, first visit. Yeah, that, 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 don't to, to, to say it. <laughs> it's a secret. It's lifeless. No, it's, it, it, so Steve and I, uh, and again, I thank Steve for this. He's, we're going, he's taking, uh, my wife and I, we're all going up to the uh, Colorado state game, uh, next weekend. And it is my, not my first visit to the Hill, but it's my first actual Razorback game inside of, uh, Razorback stadium. Oh, wow. I've been to six of them down here at War Memorial. I've been inside of Reynolds Razorback Stadium, but I have never experienced the game day atmosphere up there. Yeah, he dropped that nugget of information on me. Yeah, he dropped that nugget of information on me earlier during the podcast, and I was speechless, and then we had to fix it. So we're going to fix it. I started to say that. That's coffee. Yeah, no, we were were recording a podcast. I want to be around for something if, if it's all possible. Okay. The All very right. first time you step out and see the actual inside of the stadium with your own eyes, not, you know, pictures or video. or Of the game day experience or just the stadium in general? Just the I like to go in early um, just because I like to see the players warming up or whatever. Right. Well, uh, I mean, I've been inside of Razorback Stadium for, like, fan day and, uh, um, you know, the spring game. Game day's a different feel, yeah, though. Totally. It really is. Feel. I'll never forget the first Razorback game I got to see in, in, at, at all. I've been a Razorback fan since 98. And um, it was my freshman year. Yeah, probably like my freshman or sophomore year. Um, at, it was uh, Arkansas and War, at, at War Memorial versus Mississippi State. And, of course, I mean, we, we've been inside War Memorial. You're like, ooh, ah. But walking up the ramp hearing the crowd and everything, walking up the ramp, and all you see is this sea of red. Yeah. And you just, you get chills, and you're like, wow. Yeah, I came to the conclusion that I couldn't do a podcast <laughs> with someone that had never been to Razorback Stadium for a game, so we had to, had to make that change. Just, well, I mean, we were right a Razorback fan if you've never been there for a game. <laughs> oh, 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 damn. Calling you out. You need the shot. Damn. There for that one. <laughs> shot across the foul yeah. there. <laughs> Wow. That wow. Oh. <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? I, I wasn't. That's <laughs> Oh Lord have mercy. I, I I wow. I anyway, well I mean the plan was we were gonna go to Razorback Stadium. You just beat me to the punch. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's just fitting that that it's the Colorado State game. So, so yes, we will make sure to find you and and, and let you see the uh, the look on his face when he first walks in there. I'm going to be a wide-eyed, big kid walking in, going, 
Wow. And I was nice enough to, <laughs> I was nice well, enough we'll to get us. You, you, you come find us and we'll buy you your first beer from Razorback Stadium. Right. Works go. for me. I, and see, I was nice enough <laughs> even to get his tickets on the west side so he doesn't have to just sit there and blister in the heat at a 3 o'clock game on the east side. Oh, yes, that would be awful. Yeah. <laughs> I hope there's 70,000 at that game. Well, I really do because I want to hear. I, I think that's going to depend on Saturday. That'll You're going to Ole Miss will determine a lot of that. Yeah, it's it's different hearing. And again, I'm not taking any way, anything away from the radio broadcast or or the the TV broadcast, but it's different hearing that hog call a over the radio than it is hearing fifty, sixty, seventy thousand fans yeah. going for lack of a better term, hog wild. Yeah, yep, it's it it's awesome, and now that the now that the stadium's pretty well bowled in, it's even better. So the sound uh, is good. It's a I, lot like, of fun. I like to say that I like to say that you know I'm spending Saturday with eighty thousand of my closest personal friends. There Absolutely. you go. Absolutely, you know it. Well, of course. I mean, you hug people you don't ever know. <laughs> you do. Uh, and and you, when you during the games down here at War Memorial, I'm high fiving and hugging people. And then I'm walking out of the stadium, going, I don't know who the hell that was, but that was a damn good time. Right. <laughs> had a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. The last three seasons, I've sat in the same seats, and the people around me have changed every time. But every single time, I go away with a new friend. Of course, I start out the game warning them, I am that fan. <laughs> I sing the songs. I do the hand gestures. I, I, you know, I stand up. I yell. Um, so if you can't handle that, you might want to move now. I've I've told this story a couple of times, but it seems... It's not the one I'm thinking, is it? Probably not. Okay, um, good. This one's safe. You don't have to edit anything here. Okay. So a couple of years ago, we went down to TCU um, for a ball game, for the TCU game there. And uh, we, so we, have, we weren't, we didn't drink, we weren't nothing. We were not the obnoxious hog, hog fans or fans or whatever. We were just having a good time. It was a good game. And uh, at some point, I think it was in the third quarter when that game really turned and we were, it was just a lot of fun and... Uh, there was a guy in front of us that was mad because we were cheering the whole time. I mean, we're we're you know yelling, screaming, having a good time. We weren't being obscene. And this guy turns around and he looks at us and tells us we need to sit down and shut up because how would we feel if the opposing fans on a, in our stadium were up cheering during the game? And what <laughs> happens all the time, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh man, it was. And then the poor guy, he he left. I think it was no, it was his friend in front of him was trying to trying to calm him down and he wouldn't. And so he was finally like, he was like, man, I'm going to leave. And I looked at the dude, I said, I said, I'm gonna tell you, you're leaving way too early. Cause this game ain't even near nowhere near over. And I think it was right after that. We missed that field goal. And then the one know, where he hit it off the upright yeah, and then everything went downhill oh. and then we won anyway. But yeah, so the kick heard around the world. Yeah, so you just never know what kind of fans you're going to run into at a, uh, at a, at a game. But well, I will say this, that was probably, the worst experience for a for at an opposing stadium that I've ever been to, and I've been to a lot of stadiums. That well, I've heard that death, going down to Death Valley and LSU, that's a bad, yeah. bad, bad uh, experience too. Yeah, I haven't done that one. So on that, hey, it's kind we're, of an interesting transition. We're, we're we're supposed to be going to that as well. So so at least at least Anita and I are. So how many how many away games have you guys actually there? Well, SEC stadiums have you guys been able to to visit? This will be our first. SEC Stadium. Yeah. We went oh, okay, to A&M cool. last year. Okay, very cool. A&M doesn't count. It's still a game. It's, it's, Jerry, it's Jerry's world. It doesn't game. count. It's, I mean, you should have you. You haven't been to a game. I got, well, look here. I got no room to talk. All right. <laughs> I, I start to say, let's shit, talk I, I don't, about Mr. Ain't even been to our home stadium. 
Ooh. I mean, hey. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't tell him I haven't stepped foot inside of Bud Walton. Well, I'm rethinking our relationship. I had that one coming. Yeah, you did. I'm still a bit okay in all in all aspects of the term. I'm still a baby Razorback fan. Sure. Sure. We're gonna break you in, right? You're gonna be broken. You've been a fan since '98. I have been, just, but I just listened on the radio to Paul Eels <laughs> and Chuck Barrett. That's eleven years. That's not a baby. But you could have saved like a dollar every day, and you could have gone to a lot of games. I did. I went to my first one. <laughs> That's true. And got dumped <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Ah, uh, well, then that may be a reason you. to not go. I will tell you the, and I have warned my family, as my friends already know. Uh. From the time football starts until the time baseball ends, just don't plan anything. Yep. yep. Nobody get married. I prefer not to have people die on me. <laughs> I think we all end. prefer that. I'm not going to be there. We'd, we'd, we'd all have that one family member with a radio in their ear. Yeah. You know, <laughs> reading of the eulogy, everybody's crying, and you're like, touchdown! That would, that would be me. <laughs> that, that would be me. My bad. <laughs> I'd be reading the eulogy. Touchdown! Oh, my bad. Sorry, guys. Now, I, 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 I will say this. I have a best friend that got married two years ago when we were all, what, what, was it two years ago? It's where we almost beat Alabama. I don't even remember how long ago that was. That wasn't two years ago. Well, that wasn't two years ago. I have bad memory problems. But anyway, um, I was at his wedding listening to that game, and you know everybody says you know these two should not wed. Coincidentally, and you could not write this any better. We scored a touchdown, and I went yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. See, you're a better friend than I am. I'd be like. And then I, I mean, I, why'd you get married on a game day? Yeah, but he wasn't going to games. I had a friend that got remember. married last year at A and M, and I said, "See you in Dallas." Uh-huh. Uh, he was he was a uh, he's an LSU fan, so. Oh, uh, well, were they not playing? Well. I think they were playing hey. later that night. Did they have corn dogs at the at the referee? Surprisingly, <laughs> they did. <laughs> but you know, nice. everybody, everybody was nice turning back one. looking at me, and I was like, "Shit, what have I done?" <laughs> <laughs> you were watching the wrong game, obviously. Uh, probably. Yeah. So, so as we wrap up, um, you guys have given us kind of your thoughts. Or what I'm are you going to go sit in the corner now? What, what are you What are you calling for? I know we've talked about it, but are we calling for a win this weekend? How do, How does this play out on Saturday? Twenty three seventeen hogs. Twenty eight twenty four hogs. Oh, I like, I like that score. I like it. I like it a lot. Overtime? No overtimes? Obviously not with those scores. So I don't. No, no overtime. Okay. I'm going to leave Good. mine for later in the show. Oh, oh, well, now, yeah. I, I, honestly, I think they'll keep it even up until about halftime, and then um, we'll just wear them out. All right, give me one outrageous prediction for the game. For the game or for the season? No, just for the game. Just for the game against Ole Miss. Give me one bold prediction. Pick start. Starkle's going to finish it. Ooh. Wow! Okay. You notice how the head, the head. I got him. I finally got him on that Man. one. Okay, got him thinking. Better late than never. I'd be very happy if that <laughs> happened. Of course you would. You've been on a Starkle bus since day one. I'm on the Sparkle wagon. Sparkle. Okay, sparkle. I'm glad sparkle. you're sitting over there. <laughs> He's a Justin hey, Bieber fan. You're in Come the on. Corner and, and <laughs> I think once Sparkle heats up, he's going to be our guy. I, That's just my opinion. So you, you think, uh, and, and of course, we could we, this could go on forever. But do you think that uh, that interception that he threw? You think that was just first game jitters? 
and I think it's the receivers being young. And no, um, that right there wasn't nothing to do with receivers. They wasn't a receiver in, anywhere near him. <laughs> yeah, there was. I want was these. Two, I want these two on every week. Go ahead. But, no. Yeah, we're not afraid to disagree with yeah. each other. Trust me. I think some of it was jitters, and I think some of it was probably a bad read. Yeah. Um, I think once he, you know, gets his feet under him and he gets up to speed yeah. more and can they can open the playbook. I don't believe that we can open the full playbook to him yet. Just yet. Which um, is but why I do, I do think that, that he will probably take over at some point. Yeah, I'm with you, which still made it very odd to me why he even came in in that situation. But anyway, that's another story. Well, I was hoping for Jones. good, though. I mean, I, I think – what is you know, everybody's fascination with John Stephen Jones? Katie had that, that same thought. Everything I've seen him do out of the three, he's the one that's been able to make the play. He's been the one to be able to put the ball in the end zone, and that's what we need. And to be fair, you would think that of all the games we play this year, if anyone could have, or if John, John Stephen Jones could have success in a game, it would have been this one. I mean, we would have thought so. Yeah, I, I mean, you'd have thought all of them, but I mean, if John Stephen Jones is your your best option as far as getting con- consistently down the field, I'm not I'm not on the damn John Stephen Jones bandwagon. Don't I want I want Starkle, but I'm gonna well, give me I'm something not, to throw I'm at not him. Saying on a consistent basis, he needs to be in there, but on a, a game like we had last weekend, I don't see why they didn't pull him in for a little while. Right. Well, I, maybe it was. Just, I just have to trust the coaches. I mean, obviously they see a lot more than we see as fans. True. But I I. I mean, I think Starkle had to get in there because I think it will be between Hicks and Starkle throughout this season. So they absolutely had to get him in there in this game. And I I, I mean, I'm dying to see KJ out there too, but it's not going to happen unless we have to have him. But he's hungry. He's ready to be out there. We'll see him for four games at some point here, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I I I definitely think. I think you'll see. I think think he makes his jump. Who's the one we play after Colorado San State? Jose San Jose. State. I think you'll see him there. Yeah. I, 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 I think part of it, you know, when you look at the situation there with, with what we went through quarterback-wise at last year and then this year, almost part, part of me wonders if it's just not Morris and those guys being like, okay, we're going to be – we are going to be hard-headed about this, and I'm not going to make a change and make it look like we did last year because um, it was just seemed yeah. like a really odd time to throw Starkle out there. Um, but – and then the way that it kind of went and then did not give him another shot after the half I thought was strange, especially since we still didn't play very well on offense. But I don't Agreed. know. I, I just – and I'm on the Starkle bandwagon, though. I, I called for him to be the guy to start it, so. You got the Starkle Sparkle? I got the Starkle Sparkle. Oh, <laughs> my God. Ah, don't be jealous. Don't be jealous of my hey, Starkle Sparkle. We're all about some glitter. That's right. <laughs> wow. Zach's literally in the corner over there just about ready to cancel the podcast, I think. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I want these two back. I, I, I like these two. Of course, I like all the August. They, they've all been fun up to this point. Yeah, so. These have been a lot of fun, though, because they put you in your corner. Oh, dude. I'm. I'm... <laughs> hey, we'll come back anytime. Right. Well, fantastic. Well, ladies, we appreciate you joining us. We're going we're gonna to let you go now, but um, enjoy the game, and I hope to see you guys out in the Grove this weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look us up. Thank you so much. All right. We, the people. Stand tall, equal, and free. In pursuit of happiness. And premium American spring water. Mineral-rich, revitalizing goodness. 
with a naturally detoxifying high alkalinity. And 7.8 pH. Bottled in glass. To oxygenate our brave, proud selves. The healer and hydrator of. We. 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 The people. The Mountain Valley spring water. Back to the source. Welcome back to Inside the Natural State. Man, it's been a show already. It has. The Hoggettes were kind of fun. They, they were a lot of fun. Uh, they put you in your place. Only because they put me in my place. That's right. That corner right over there. I'm going to push this table back a little more so that you're right in the corner. I cleared that corner out since we finally... Zach's corner. Yeah, right. right. Am I going to get the little cone hat that kids used to wear? Yeah, the dunce hat or whatever. Yeah, the, the Duncan dunk whatever hat. Yeah, we can get one Dunce for... Dun- I don't know. Man, I should have brought my Ole Miss football just for the week it is. Oh, well. So, sad part... I made a bet last year with one of my old Miss friends. Uh-oh. Ended up having on, on our next live show following that week. There's video evidence of it on our Facebook page, Natural State Sports. I had to wear a an old Miss uh, shark hat. <laughs> Land shark. Yeah. Bubble guppy, whatever they are. Because we just, we, we crapped the bed in the fourth quarter of that game. So I want to get your final thoughts before we move, move forward on Portland State. Kind of get grades and things like that. Um... What what did you have? I mean, you got Hicks went 14 for 29, 143 yards. Starkle, 4 for 5 for 48 yards and an interception. Um, leading rusher was Boyd with 18 carries, 114 yards. His longest was 25. As a team, 42 carries, 204 yards. Um, receiving 18 receptions as a team, 191 yards. Traylon Burks, three catches, 52 yards. So, give me your thoughts, Steve. What do you think? Well, I, th- I think the most disappointing part to me was where were the shots. I know, again, vanilla, 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 whatever. Um, I'm going to I hate vanilla. That's a cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. Hmm. Anyway, how, how <laughs> You how hate vanilla, but yet. <laughs> how appropriate. We, we didn't even get the cherry on top. So, um, my dis- the, the disappointment to me was the lack of downfield plays. So It almost never... looked like Hicks was, was – and, again, I, I could be – reading his his motion wrong he just stood in the pocket he didn't move he didn't scramble nothing he just kind of stood there i thought he i thought he held on the ball too long at times also thought he decided to run too early at times i, yeah, I felt like I he can, was really uncomfortable and, and you know the more that i've calmed down since watching the game and and really been able to kind of think i haven't gone back and watched it again i probably won't but um again execution is going to wane in game one it's it's going to be an issue in game one I don't think, honestly, that after thinking about it and really, really putting my mind to, to where this game was, and I don't know that I feel any different today than I felt last Friday. Uh, I, I mean, I'm more confused. I, I can, I get, I'm not. I just, I don't. I'm confused at some of the decisions that were made, but at the end of the day, I'm not overly, uh, I'm not overly, con- I'm not overly concerned um, about what I saw, um, just because we hopefully will learn more this week against a, a more quality opponent. I think this can sum up how we both feel about Saturday's game. I mean, agreed. Going in, hyped up, and you only win by six. But okay, who seven? Who seven? Okay, who, who's responsible for hyping it up though? See, this is this is the interesting part to me. I feel like my mic keeps fading in and out. By the way. Um, this is the interesting. No, okay. This is the interesting. The interesting thing to me, we do this every year. Like 
next year against Notre Dame to start the season. Who knows what that'll how that'll work? But it all depends on how this season goes. Yeah, and I'm no rabbit hole there, but um, I, we overreact. I mean, as fans of any fan base, we're gonna overreact. There's, uh, I mean, we're not Tennessee, thank goodness, and, and <laughs> or Missouri, um, or South Carolina, or Ole Piss, or Mathzu, or any of those schools. So oh, that surprised so, me, to be honest with yeah, you. We'll, we'll, we'll jump we'll into that, that final but, segment. But so, so, I mean, my, I guess my final thoughts on the game is while I was highly frustrated, you guys probably saw some of my frustrated tweets and, and such and, and, and emotional moments. And we'll, we'll, we'll cover that at the end of this podcast too. Um, but looking back on it now that I've had a few days to digest it, am I, am I frustrated with what I saw? Yes. Um, but it's game one. Portland it is. State. Who the, who the heck cares? I mean, at the end of the day, whether we won 50 to – whether we won that game 50 to 13 or 20 to 13, we're 1-0, where we should be, where everybody thought we'd be right now. Yeah, so I agree. So, the stats suck. You know, I mean, what – let's see. So, on a normal grading scale like we had back in high school and in elementary school, mm-hmm. give, me a, give me an offensive grade. Okay, so I threw these grades out, I think, immediately after the game in our little in – our, in our Facebook message stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm not really changing, I don't think. I may have raised my grade for the offense a little bit, just more thinking about it. But So I got the offense at a D minus. Um, wow, that's kind of – that's – We scored 20 points on Portland State. Yeah. I mean, uh, we put up – I can, I can see D minus, though. We put up a total of 395 yards. We ran for under 200. Um, uh, one, I, w- I mean, we were, ba- we were pretty much 200-200 right, right about there. Um, we didn't have a lot of penalties. Um, we turned the ball over one time. Yeah, is that right, one? Inter- that the one Nick Starkle interception. Yeah, interception. So, so we, we we won the time of possession. So, um, yeah, I mean, um, I give the D, I give the offense a D minus. I, I think that the execution was not there. Um, the play calling may have been questionable at times. I don't think it was the whole game, but yeah, D minus for the offense. I, I have to agree. Um, simply just from. Everything. I mean, like I said, I told you what my focus was going to be on, and that was off that offensive line, and I didn't see any kind of effort at all. Honestly, if this was a real college class, I think they'd get an incomplete. Yeah. I mean, because I just don't think there's what, anything what's the, there. What's the letter for it? A U or whatever? Yeah, 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 exa- yeah exactly. Because I just don't – I don't know. Anyway, that's where I'm at. I, I thought the offense was bland, boring. It was nothing. There was, there was no – as Steve Sullivan from Channel 7 put it, there was no wow moment. Well – uh, this, I said this to you a well, bunch. There was no, there was no good wow moment. I, well, I said this to you a bunch while we were watching it. Where was the tempo? Like that's why. That's my question: is where was the tempo? We yeah. just and again, a lot of new players. And maybe it was the, by design to just make sure everybody fit in their places. What about the defense? How do you feel about it? Uh, so I feel good about the defense. I don't think I feel as good as everybody else feels about the defense yet. Again, I gave it a C. I gave it a B plus. Um, I thought they played well. I thought they played with a lot of heart. I thought the back end played well, other than that one busted play. Uh, Buster Brown was very, very impressive to me. Uh, Joe Fusha looks like the Joe Fusha that everybody talked about last year. One thing you and I both noticed, containment, quarterback containment. We did not have an ounce of quarterback containment. Well, and that's why for me, I probably even may have given the defense an A. Um, take away the busted crazy play that got him to 13, and then take away – there was yeah, a lot that, of – Yeah, because that touchdown was a fluke. It was, but there was a lot – There to me, there was there were several times where we <laughs> – there's some distractions happening over here. I don't know what's what happening. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> but from a 
from a quarterback contains that that's the number one thing that I was concerned with because that wasn't a great quarterback. Um, I mean that that Alexander kid who got hurt. Um, you know he 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 had his he wasn't a great quarterback. He was ten out of twenty one for eighty one yards, um, but he ran. <laughs> what is happening? Sorry. The Hoggets just put a tweet out that that just wins the night. <laughs> that just is, wins just, the night. Yeah, that yeah. Yep, that pretty well sums it up there. Thanks, Hoggets. We appreciate you. <laughs> ah, I love the Hoggets. Zach, Zach, uh, oh, Razorback at Razorback Zach over there. Is at Razorback place. Zach one. So if you want to give right. me some hate, go ahead. So yeah, I mean, so I thought the defense really did play pretty well. I, like I said, linebackers, I thought played well. I was really impressed with uh, with uh, Hayden Henry. Um, he yeah. he fit really well again. I'm concerned about the defense or the, the linebacker position just because we're so low on numbers. Um, and and I, one thing I did see with the defense though was effort. Oh yeah, and I, you didn't see that last year. No, and I thought you saw effort across the board. I thought uh, you know you think about um, you know in prayers prayers to Dorian Gerald, but um, I mean man, he was a monster in the first half. You know, I mean he was he seemed to be on every single play. You know, I, I met him during uh, fan day just before the week the week prior. Right. Got to talk to him for good 10, 15 minutes. Nicest kid you'll ever meet. Yeah. I mean, he has – and if anything, I mean, you could tell he wanted to get out there and just hit somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, he was ready to step up. All right, talking season's over. Let's let's, let's get them pads popping. And he was aggressive, and I think that's what we miss on the offensive line. I have to go backwards, but I think that's what we miss on the offensive line is not a lot of aggressiveness there. No. So, what, what, so you gave him a C? I gave him a C okay. um, because, again – all we have to go on is a two and ten season right now. Well, and I mean Portland State again. It's uh, who knows how much of the kitchen sink Portland State threw at us for I that game. I may be wrong, and and I may misquote and misunderstand, but somebody came out and said that they would rather win like, excuse me, rather win like this, and be hungry, than have a blowout and get a big head. I've seen that a couple of times. Am and I am I am I misunderstanding? I mean, is that kind of where? Not where I'm at. Well, I mean, no. I mean, is that kind of what is that kind of what we were? Is that is that the right thing we we're hearing? I, I I mean, if a blowout was caused by us consistently executing the offensive game plan, I don't give a crap. I mean, that means that they feel good about what they're doing, and if that means they got a big head, fine. Now they may get brought down back down to earth against Ole Miss or a good defense down the road, but no. I mean, that doesn't make me feel any better. I think we again we should have dominated this game and we didn't, so it was in question at the end. Going back, you talking about uh, Dorian Gerald's injury. That was a freak of an injury, man. That 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 whole situation surrounding his injury was just spooky as all get out. Yeah, it's it's a scary deal. Um, a lot of a lot of misinformation floating around out there. Strained uh, all, artery is yeah. what they're calling it. Well, um, all, all we can do is put prayers up for for Dorian. I know he's and, out and for the year, and just hope that, that he, he's able to come back in the future. Because man, that he's, that was he's a special talent. <sighs> He's a lot of fun. I'm glad he decided to redshirt, and and I've heard that it's not a career-ending injury. Yeah, he's so. well, he said it's not career-ending, so we'll see what happens. So special teams. So special teams, dude. I love our new punter. Well, you know what was weird is the who's our other punter? Reed Reed Bauer. Yeah, Reed Bauer. They Reed, both punted, and I thought they both punted pretty well. Reed Bauer just doesn't have a leg. But but that kicker, that 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 one, that transfer kicker, yeah, that Sam transfer Loy. punter, Sam, Sam Loy. Loy. Yeah, from Colorado <laughs> oh, State. dude, or Colorado. Yeah, talk about a boot. 
Yeah, no, he's Holy impressive. Crap. Um, I gave the I gave the special teams a B plus as well. I give it a B. Special teams would have got an A plus 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 if they wouldn't have let two balls punt bounce return. off their heads. Punt return, punt return, punt well, return. The, no, it was the two punt return when we were in punt coverage and we had them. We should have had them down, down inside the inside five the twice. Five. And once the ball bounced right around a guy, and once the ball bounced right off a guy's head. Yeah. So I mean that was extremely disappointing. But otherwise, I mean in the in the army we call it situational awareness. Right. Well, and, and thankfully, was it Dion? Who was it? Who was it that caught the last one? I think it was. Uh, was it Dion Stewart? I think that's who it was. It actually caught the last one. So, so yeah, I mean, special yeah, teams. Yeah, no, I give it, a, I give it a B. I, I'll, hey, when over the last two years have you been able to give our special teams a B plus or a B, a B in period? Last week. Last it's within, week. It's within the last But, two I mean, years. Before, before then. Oh, never. Special teams has been awful. No. So, I guess if we really want to talk Limpert, about. Limpert looks a thousand times better than he did last year. Yeah. A I'm, thousand times. Without a doubt. I thought they were fairly impressive. On to me, when, you know, last year he, he would, it, when, it, when it comes down to him kicking, he just, he didn't look certain. Like it wasn't one of those, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to make this kick. I thought he looked, I thought he looked, looked a lot more certain towards he the He looked last a year. lot more confident coming into in the, the, the kicks that he had this year. Well, he knows it's his job, too. I mean, different Well, but, I mean, he, you could tell he's been putting in the work. the love of my life. Oh, yeah. She's the love of your life. I don't know why that happened. Someone just butted into what our podcast. In the, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is, is it this button here? Is it this button here? Yeah, that's it. Crank that up because I have one question for him. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> Thank goodness Will wasn't watching his porn. Man, that would have been Dear nice. God. <laughs> here, here Will was. <laughs> the love of my life. What the? No. Yes. Football is the love of his life. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Wait, wait, wait. We now have a new. We now have a new phrase that we can carry off of the, uh, uh, on the podcast now. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> well, we're gonna use that again in a little bit. Yep, so. yep, yep. Somebody gets the special award this week. Yeah, it's a good one. And I'm, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. Right. Want well, to know? But uh, before you jump into that, I gotta know how do you rank the SEC after Week One? All right, so I sat down and did this, and then now this is not this is not ESPN, this is not this is not anybody special. This is this is Steve's power rankings of the SEC. That's right. So shocker, shocker! Everyone, just turn your radios up. This is a shocker. Alabama's number one. <coughs> even even after struggling the first half with Duke, you know what? I was listening to one of the local radio stations today, and it was they had a they had somebody on and. Um, it was a you know national commentator, and they made a good point. And actually, I agree with them. Um, he, he's you know Alabama had a couple of studs suspended for the first half of that game, and they you know I think the 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 theory from some people right now is that this was a purposeful thing that that Saban was trying to make put, put a message to those guys that hey look this is how much you hurt the team like we can't hardly beat Duke because you made stupid decisions because in the second half those guys came back in. The offense changed. They ran their offense, and Tua looked unstoppable, and that offense looked unstoppable. No, yeah. I, I don't care what happened in the first half of the game. I, I, I tend to agree with the fact that, yeah, that I, I, I truly tend to believe that he there, – there was a purpose behind that first half. You couldn't let me live that down, could you? That Alabama looked actually beatable for the first time I'm, in forever. You couldn't let it – Did they beat look beatable in the second half? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Our first one. That was the first one, and it wasn't me. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yo, you about got me in trouble. 
Ah. All right, moving on. <laughs> Number two. Number two is the team that while we were sitting at Boudreaux's and you hadn't even drank beer, tried to convince me was going to have trouble with Vanderbilt. Georgia at number two. They didn't have trouble with Vanderbilt. Wishful thinking. They went through the motions like we did, except they beat Vandy handily. Wishful thinking, that's all I've got. Number three, I have LSU. Yeah, okay. Um, Man, LSU is – if that offense is for real, and that offense is what we're seeing, my goodness, man, um, LSU is going to be scary this year. Dude, we already know what they have defensively. Man, uh, boy, I, oh boy, Burrow. I was not expecting Burrow to make that much improvement from year one to year two. Well, we've heard it all all off season how much improvement they expected him to make. But, Holy hell! But I mean, we've heard that for ten years. Is from that is, LSU is that game? In, is the Battle of the Boot in Fayetteville, or is that it? Oh no, is it Death Valley? Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna. That's not gonna be fun. That, no, that, um, yeah. that game scares me. Yeah, that's a good. That's a very good football team. Number f- so far, we're three for three. Okay, four. I have Auburn. It, yeah, it's so I struggled with this one though. It's so hard for me to give Gus and Auburn any any um, in, any kind of credit. But let me say this: Was that last touchdown a fluke? No, no, no. That was a fantastically called play. I'm gonna tell See, you. What. I thought I thought they just got lucky. No, it was a perfect back shoulder. It was it, it was a it was a kind of a back shoulder throw in the in a weird spot because it was right there in the middle of the field. Yeah. But I man, that was impressive. I, I'll tell. I was. I, I'm an Oregon fan. I, I'm, I'm like you know I, Arkansas is my 99.9999999 percent love. But if you catch me watching another game, it's usually Oregon just because I like Oregon. And um, I was rooting for Oregon. I put money on Oregon. I had money won on Oregon until that pass happened. Well, I turned it off at you know halfway through the fourth quarter. I was like Auburn, or, uh, uh, I was like Oregon's got this thing. Going. Oh, uh, now I stopped watching it because I was watching another game that we're going to talk about here in a few minutes, but or in a few seconds. But um, man, Bo Nix, buddy, if they can build off of that final half a quarter there in the fourth, yeah. Auburn's scary too, man. Gus may have found his guy. I'm going to give this a couple of weeks to to see if they continue on like that. Who do they play this week? Uh, they play a nobody, I think. No, I thought they actually had. Hang on, I'll tell you real quick. I got it here in front of me. Uh, do do do. Auburn, yeah. Auburn has Tulane, and it's strangely a 17 point spread. After what they just did to Oregon? Well, I mean, they didn't dominate. Or Oregon really. Dominated most of that game until the fourth quarter, and then and then it just Auburn kind of fizzled found, out. Well, Auburn just found their offense and, and found a rhythm there at the end. Um, but I, again, if they can if they can build off of what they did in the fourth quarter of that game, Auburn's going to be hard to beat. But man, I don't know. Seventeen points against Tulane's interesting. Who you got? Number five. Number five. I've got A and M. Five for five so far. Wow, that's surprising. I, I you know I didn't think A and M did anything special in week one. Um, you know they beat Texas State. Well, and seven. you know the, the funny thing about uh, about A and M. You get to Kellen Mond, you just shut their offense down. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Texas yeah. State got after him. They did. And if they don't find a running game, it's going to be a long season for the yeah. Aggies. I, I agree. So, number six, I got Florida. I've got Mississippi State. Okay. okay. Only because, uh, and, and the, I struggled with almost everybody. Simply because it's just the SEC, just as a whole, didn't look all that great. They didn't, but some of the teams that went elsewhere or went the wrong way or played close games, they played in weird spots. Well, and, and I, I only I, – I put Florida – I didn't put Florida at six simply because of the way Felipe Franks acted and, and the way that, that that game just back and forth. I mean, it they put 
they put the they put football back 100 years. I mean, it was ugly, but again, we were ugly too. A game one, and that was the first game of the whole year, right? Yeah, yeah the that very was first game week of the whole zero. Year. So, I mean, I, I take it. I, I'm not. A, I'm not on the Florida bandwagon yet, but I just thought that they were better than the teams below them. I thought they had, even though it was an ugly showing. I just I think they're better. Well, than yeah. the teams. I've got I've got Florida. It's right at right there, right at seven. Yeah. So I've got seven. I've got Miss. Um, I've got mistake Mississippi State. <laughs> so um, I've got Mississippi State at seven. Um, yeah. Again, they they went a de facto. I guess a neutral site game in in, in the Superdome, but. Um, which is weird. Who did they, they play? They Louisiana. Played? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Like a nobody. But, but and they struggled a little bit. 38-28 was yeah. the final. So. Yeah, it was a close game. Louisiana tried to make it interesting at the end. So, um, you know, but they won. So, got to give them a little credit there. And then you get into the bottom, what? Well, not yet. So, so, you had nine SEC teams win. So, you would, you would think, you know, one through nine would be that. So, I've got Kentucky at eight. Yep. They handled business against Toledo. It wasn't pretty. They won by 14. So, yeah, I've got, um, I've got them at eight, too. I've got South Carolina at nine, even though they lost. I've got Arkansas at nine. Well, and I and I think I think most do just out of default of the top nine that went one and zero. Yeah. So, um, well, but, and but, and the way that Arkansas played, I've got them at the bottom nine. Well, but, well, and that deservedly so. But I actually moved South Carolina up. South Carolina played, even though they lost, they went on the road they, in a game that they led for a while, and then North Carolina made a storm, you know, storm back there at the end. Mac Brown, man, uh, yeah, and, and it was a big win for North Carolina. I don't know that North North Carolina is not a great, not, not going to be a great team this year. I don't think. Well, um, I mean, you're you're playing in the same conference as uh, Clemson. Yeah. Well, and I mean, from there, but I mean, they'll, they'll win. They'll win against Florida State. They should. Ooh, that's a different story. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so South, South Carolina, I, even though they lost, I thought on the road, I thought they just looked better. So at 10, I've got Arkansas um, just because of what we saw. Um, I totally skipped number nine or number 10. I got Vandy. So you didn't rate 14 teams? How's that happen? The education system. Yeah, I got you. I, I, I minus one. I've got 14 listed. I'm sitting there going, who the hell did I miss? Don't worry, I did that the first time, and then yeah. when you asked me what my and list I was, was like, I'm reading through my I'm list. I was like, going, I, had Flo- I, I rated Florida twice. Look, look, here's my original list. Here, how you like that? My original list. I rated, this. I rated Florida twice. <laughs> Florida was so good, they were six and eight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't I'll know what I'm doing there. So, so, yeah, at 11, I've got Vandy right behind Arkansas. Um, 12. Which team am I missing? <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at this going, which one am I missing? I, I would hope it's someone that lost. You're missing Tennessee? The SEC should be missing them. <laughs> oh, yeah, Missouri. Yeah, didn't miss much. <laughs> so, actually, that, that, game was, that game was actually kind of exciting to watch. I mean, that was a lot of that – that game was a really exciting game to watch. Um, all right, so at 11, I got Vandy. At 12, I have – oh, we are ringing. At 12, I have – the old Miss Bubble Guppies. He's Zach's over here trying to redo his list. <laughs> I had to hurry that one in. Uh, all right, so I can't hear me. Can y'all hear me? I got you. Okay. You're good. Yep. At ten, I got Vandy. Eleven, I got South Carolina. At twelve, I got Ole Miss. Okay, I got twelve. I got I got the Bubble Guppies at twelve. Um, Thirteen, I got Meth Zoo. Yep. Um, I would put them at 14, but Wyoming is not a terrible team, and they did go to Wyoming to lose that game. Which and they're weird. not the only SEC team to have done, have done that, I right. heard. Yeah, and did you watch that game? I caught the highlights of it. Okay, so I watched that game instead of the Oregon-Auburn game. Jonathan and Nance. Jonathan Nance had a 58, 59-yard touchdown catch, which was just a catch and run. It wasn't like uh, like like Kelly Bryant went deep or something. Um, 
you know, it was funny listening to, listening to the commentators in that right. game. I found it really interesting the whole time they were talking about the fact that uh, the problem with Missouri this year is going to be that Kelly Bryant doesn't fit their downfield passing attack. No, he's not even there. He's not even there to win win anything. I don't even know why he even chose Missouri because he can become a, a better downfield passer. Just glad he didn't pick Arkansas. Right. Um, so, all right. And so. then at fourteen, we could. You know what? I have an idea. If you could see this, this was live. I'd just be like. We only have 13 teams in the SEC. Yeah. Tennessee, your stadium is a dump and your program's a dump. Well, here's, you know, and, and this is an argument for another day, but I've heard so many people with, with arguments saying that Arkansas doesn't need to be in the SEC. <laughs> we, we debated that at some point during these podcasts. If We touched on it going to the Big 12, but we didn't, I mean, I've heard them say anything from D2 to Big 10 to ACC. I'm going... The Big 12 is all that makes sense there. Yeah. I mean, that's it. But, yeah. I mean, How do you lose to Georgia State? Not, not just lose. Get dominated. Because they were down two touchdowns yeah, with, how? like, two seconds left and scored that last touchdown. How? Man. Kind of makes us feel better Jim about ourselves. Cheney. Cheney. Are we glad we don't have him 1. anymore? $1.5 million to lose to Georgia State. They are losing their minds in Knoxville right now. As they should. They are losing their minds. As as Arkansas fans would have been had we lost that game to Again, Portland I State. say, had Joe Fusha not caught that interception, I mean, we'd be yeah. having a completely different conversation nah, right now. I don't think so. I we I don't we wouldn't have lost that game, but man, if yeah, anyway. I'm I'm done. I'm done. That game's over. It's right? done. I'm done. All, All right, dude, moving so, on. When we come back, it's the nonsensical part of the podcast, and we've got some special things the coming nonsensical up. nonsensical part. Like that hadn't been what we've been doing the whole time. I don't know. Nonsense. But no, we'll find out right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to Inside the Natural State. <laughs> oh, the... I hate that damn song. Oh, my gosh, man. I have I have a six and a two-year-old at home. I, I listen to I, it all uh, day, every day. You're, you're lucky you didn't hit the Frozen stage uh, like oh, my I daughter. Oh, I had a boy, thank goodness. I didn't have to deal with it too bad. But I got a 10-year-old that went through Frozen and Moana. Uh-huh. And all I can say is, you're welcome. Yeah. Do you have one of those little shadow puzzles that when you put the piece on, it plays the the, the bubble gu- the, the that song that we the, the the baby shark song? And here's the bad part about it: if the things are off of it, and you walk by and you cast a shadow, the stupid thing starts singing. <laughs> yeah, sucks. Not cool. And my two year old gets real mad about it because he tries to put one on one, and then he his shadow knocks it anyway. Why do I get this? Hole. I've got this vision of your two year old. You remember, have you seen the video of the you kid? Seen my two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, Ole Miss, Bubble well, Guppies, Ole Miss, Land Bubble Sharks, Guppies, Land Sharks. Rubble, they're the Land Shark Rubble Bear things. Bubble Guppies. So, you ever have you seen? I can't hear myself. You're good. Uh, have you seen the video of the toddler with the maracas? Yes. That's how I envision your two-year-old with this shadow puzzle. Oh, you, yeah. Like you walk in front of it. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's him. That's him. That, that child is, ooh, he's something. He's a crazy one. 
All right. Oh, so here we go. Ole Miss week two. What are your thoughts? What do you feel? How's your, where's your confidence level as we go to this? I have no idea. At this, I mean, well, and, and, and for good reason, because we didn't see anything worth being confident about. That's true. Okay, well, here, I'll give you some things to be confident about. Ole Miss, Matt Coral, 9 of 19, 93 yards, no touchdowns, one interception with a 17.2 QBR. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Their quarterback is Coral? Yeah, Coral <laughs> for the bubble guppies. They're the land sharks and this could not even be. <laughs> we can't even write this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My producer's over here going, stop yelling. I'm probably peeking the mic. Oopsie. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so, yeah. They had <laughs> th- Coral. <laughs> 33 carries for 80 yards total. That's a that's a whopping two point four yards. Is that a team stat or a two, team stat? Two point four yards per carry against Memphis. Ours in game one was forty two carries for two hundred yards. Yep. Oh, okay. What's yeah. their receiving yards? Well, I mean, nine catches for ninety three yards. Compared to eighteen receptions for one hundred ninety one yards. Yeah. So we we felt bad. Admittedly, I mean, Ole Miss kind of poured the. You know, threw the, the the kitchen sink at it because this was a game that they wanted to win. I just I, and I, that's what happened. Do so you think do you, okay. I really feel like we're gonna win and get that first SEC win against and for the Chad for the Chad Morris era, but as, along with uh, we just I think I think I did, of course I thought last week and we see what happened. Just need to quit thinking all together. Um, yeah, well. Do you remember back when Bielema was struggling to get that first SEC win? Right. Everybody's kind of feeling that, that same thing. Here we are, seven years later. I think he breaks. I think he breaks through and gets that first SEC win. And then you get a tune-up. I'm not really say a tune-up game. For me, next week is all about redemption. All about mass improvement. Well, that's what this week's about. I mean, we got to get we got to get through Ole Miss and 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 get that first SEC win I, and get I a good think, taste in our mouth for sure. I think the confidence of winning an SEC game will be huge for these young kids. Now, you want to call it down the middle and take away my Homer pants? You've got two programs that are in the exact same spot. No. Yeah, we've no. got. You, they're both young. No, 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 no. There's a difference. Ole Miss. Well, the coach. Here's, the coach here's, too. here's your trajectories, though. I mean, you can't see this because we're on radio, but or whatever. So, yeah, there's a trajectory for Arkansas that is it's at least heading up. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, yeah. Ole Miss is not heading up right now. Ole they're, Miss is in trouble. Just staying the same. Um, they're very stagnant. They, they've got some recruiting issues. Um, that you know, obviously, they've got some scholarship issues. So, uh, I mean, in general, I mean, we're we're definitely, in my opinion, we're headed in the, in a better direction. This game will tell a lot, and we've said that since the day one of spring practice. That this 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 uh, this game is going to tell us a lot about where this season's going to go, and but I think I, it's important. I think it's this this game is 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 massively important for again the direction of this that we're going to go because we saw nothing this week. Um, the, you know, we've got to we we have to see some things this week to give us some confidence going going forward. Well, even even prior to the season when we were going through our preseason shows, I even said you know. Don't even look at Portland State. Right. Okay. Ole Miss, the Ole Miss game, away game, on the road at night. Yep. Okay. That's where it's all coming down to. 
It will, and that's, I mean, it's going to be huge. Um, you know, I, again, Ole Miss is not a great football team right now. Um, we're not a great football team right now. I think we have more talent than them currently. Um, I think that we're the better team. Uh, a lot, I guess, a lot of, a lot of what I looked for against Portland State, I'm going to be looking for in this game. Um, you know, part of what I missed, um, you know, or what I wanted to see from game one, we, we talked about it, was penalties, effort, um, and, and then obviously what we wanted to see from the offensive line and quarterback position. I'm you know, most to, of those penalties coming out of Portland State at the, at the end of that yeah. game were mostly freshmen. Well, and it was really just line. one drive. I didn't – we didn't – we didn't we, – I was actually impressed with how we were – how, how well we played in that aspect of the game. I thought from a penalty standpoint, I thought we again, played really this is, well. This is another talk for another time, but I found this interesting, that they've got us going either to Shreveport or Memphis for a bowl game this year. Yeah, I saw a bowl projection for, like, us playing Baylor or yeah, something. Yeah, Baylor and the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, I wouldn't go because the Liberty Bowl I'll never go to again. But um, oh, oh, That's a story for another time. Oh, dude, I went to the Liberty Bowl a few years ago. I froze – it was awful. What year did you go? The one last time we went? Yeah, the Petrino year. No, was that no Bielema's? Or was that Bielema? No, that was Petrino. Fifteen and fifteen at Petrino. Petrino. No, Bielema oh, in fifteen. The Liberty Bowl in Memphis was fifteen. <laughs> I don't remember a Liberty Bowl. I think you're wrong. Because I was there. Either way, I'm not going to that if yeah, that's where we are. Because we, we played Kansas State. That's right. Yeah, but no. Freezing. The freezing one was it the was Petrino cool. year. Well, yeah. Oh, no. The yeah, freezing yeah. one was the, the Petrino year. Yeah, I didn't go to that it one. It was still cold as hell. Well, I didn't go to that one. But anyway, so, um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know how we got off on that. But, so, anyway. yeah, so what I'm looking for in this game is, is again, the same thing. I want to I see us go on the road in what should be a pretty hostile environment. They, you know, they're, they're going to pack that place out, I would think. I don't know. Um, you know, it's it's a it, it's a de facto rivalry game. I mean, you see the things that have happened over the last eight years in this series, and the hunter weird, weird things happen. I mean, weird things seem to always happen in this game. So, um, I think this is going to be a close game. I don't think either team runs away with it. Um, but what I'm looking for this week is is I want to see I want to see Ben Hicks respond. Yeah. Um, I want to see Ben Hicks get out there and make the quick decisions that we were promised. I want to see Ben Hicks go out there. Look, if Ben Hicks throws to a spot that he's supposed to throw to and the wide receivers aren't there because they're freshmen and they don't know what they're doing, fine. I don't care. Like if Ben Hicks is putting the ball where it's supposed to when it's supposed to be there, I'm going to be happy. But if Ben Hicks goes out there and, and looks like he did in game one against Portland State, like he's just completely lost, then I'm going to be highly concerned. Um, th- this is To me, this is where Ben Hicks has to prove that he's the starting quarterback at the University of Arkansas. If he doesn't, then this should we're be in trouble. Ni- well. I don't think we're in trouble. I think this should be the Nick Starkle show starting the San Jose State game. I, I think if you struggle at the quarterback position, position in this game, even Why if you is San Jose State, Why? I'm sorry, Colorado State. Okay, the next game say, after, yeah. I think sorry. I, I think that you you make that move. You have to. You have to. You're two you games in. You can't have the same situation that you had last year where you're flip-flopping every game and leaving everybody guessing. No, and I don't think that's going to happen. I think if that became the scenario that you're going to see Starkle as your guy, if Ben Hicks just proves he cannot do it, I think they will ride or die with Starkle because he has one more year. I, I, don't, I don't even think I – th- unless Starkle was hurt, and even then, I think they'd ride it out with John Stephen Jones before they'd let KJ get out there and, and burn a red shirt. Yeah, for they no, won't. For they're no not going to let him burn a red so, shirt. So I mean, it would take a lot of a lot of he's, things he's for that the to happen. Future, he's what they're calling the future of the Razorback. Oh, he absolutely is. And so I mean, 
So from that aspect, I I want to see and I want to see Ben Hicks and I want to see Ben Hicks do big things because if you're telling me that he's the best option to move this football team up and down the field, then this is the time he's got to prove it. Um, and again, if Hicks goes out there and he puts a ball over the middle and it's put where his receiver's supposed to be, and and the receiver's not there and it's intercepted and it's not on him, I'm fine with that. If if Hicks is doing his job but other guys aren't fine, that proves to me that Hicks is the guy for the job and they got to keep working on the other guys on the field. But if Hicks goes out there and throws the ball around like he did against Portland State, Hicks is not the guy to lead this offense. No, I agree. So that that that's I mean you know, from the defensive side, I just want to see more of what we saw. I mean Cor- Coral is Coral is quick enough um, to kind of get around um, and 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 do some things. He's not you know I don't think he's going to be as as mobile as it's the guy we saw this week. But um, you know he's a freshman. Uh, we saw a lot of what Chief wants to do, putting pressure on the quarterback. This is the week to put pressure on the quarterback. Something that, we did get a record uh, sacks. Yeah, in we, a season opener. Okay, we did set that record. Okay, so that's a plus. It is, and we, we should have. Just, we just need to build off of it. Well, and, and this week's going to be difficult. But we're I gonna think see, that number would have been higher. We're going to see some things. You know, as we preview this and we think about it, there's some big there's some big things that came out today. Uh, of course, Dorian Gerald's out for the year. Um, so that opens up an end spot. But his backup, Jamario Bell's having some knee issues. So right now, Mateo Soli, who I'm extremely high on, I mean, as have a lot of people, but I'm not anything special there. But uh, he may get his first start if Jamario can't go. And, yeah. and, man, him and Colin Clay have got a shot to prove themselves this week um, in a big-time atmosphere. Um, I'm excited to watch that. I'll be paying a lot of attention to to that position. Um, so, you know, we've got some injuries. Uh, I think Austin Caps is, is banged up on the offensive side. You know, Ricky Stromberg could see his first start potentially if things go yeah. that way. So, um, you know, something else that I'm that I'm looking for too is the offensive line. I want to see some aggressiveness. Yep, I that was exactly where I was going with it. Yeah. That offensive line looks stagnant. You know, I uh, was listening to one of the local shows, I think, yesterday, and uh, they made a good point that, um, you know, what I want to see is effort, and I want to see some dog in those offensive line. Yeah. Even if you don't know what the heck you're doing, hit somebody. You know, too many times last year, too many times in game one, we saw guys literally just standing around, offensive linemen standing around looking at a play. Yeah. Your job is to freaking hit somebody. You as an offensive lineman should always be hitting somebody. Every single play, you should find somebody and just put them on their butt. I don't care who it is. If they're in another uniform, put them on their ass, yep. period. And, and we didn't see that a lot in this game. But Stromberg's me, a guy that will. Give me a score prediction. Oh, man. Um... I'm going to go out there. I, I, I think that the offense clicks. Uh, it, me, my homer, my hope, my prayers, my, my, it's all resting that this offense clicks. The defense looks good. I think this is a 38 to – give me a 38 to 31 game. That's kind of where I was going. I was going to go 31-24, but – yeah. Yeah, 38-31 I think is where I'm going to be on this okay. one. I haven't given that a lot of thought, but I think both teams will be able to do more. I do think that they'll expose our linebackers a little bit, um, and I think offensively we ought to be able to move the ball on them. So I think we're going to show a lot more. I'm going to spring one on, on, on our sponsor. Who is your Mountain Valley player of the game? From last week? <laughs> yeah. Oh, from okay. So from last week, man, oh, Cam Curl was 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 something. Um I'm gonna, you know what though, I, I I was all about it, and had he played two halves, he would have easily, I think, been. DG. DG's my guy. I mean, I hate I hate what happened to him, and part of it is because of what happened to him, and I feel so bad. Um, but uh, yeah, dude was dude was dude, he was having a first half. It was pretty special. So yeah, 
that, that's my guy, that. even though he didn't finish. I mean, close number two definitely would have been Cam Curl. I thought Cam Curl played extremely well. I, I can agree on all of that. Okay. Um, Nonsensical part before we get into, um, yeah, until we get into what we like to call the ridiculousness of Razorback Twitter. Yeah. Did you see Zeke sign prior to us coming on? Not, uh, six year, $90 million. Hallelujah. I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but he's on like all of my fantasy football teams. So that is ridiculous. And I just hope he, he earns it. So I got, I've got two, I got two games I want to touch on very, very briefly, though. Okay. AM Clemson, Texas LSU. Okay. What you got? All right. So AM Clemson, I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm all in on Clemson. I mean, uh, I, I saw something today that somebody said Jimbo Fisher's a better coach than, uh, than Dabo. Yeah. Um, who said that? I, I, one of the talking heads. Yeah. Said it was a talking head that said it. I don't remember who it was, but yeah. <laughs> um, I got Clemson and I think Clemson covered. I think it's a 17 point spread. I got Clemson handling that all day yeah, long. I've got, I've got Clemson. Who you got? Texas LSU. This one's going to be kind of hard because I hate both teams, but Katie is a Texas fan through and through when she's not cheering for the Hogs. Boy, I have gone back and forth on this game. Um, but I think LSU gets this thing done. Uh, this will I'm, be the only time you ever hear me say these words. I don't Tigers. Texas. I'm not saying that, but um, Texas likes to think they're back. Yeah. And now I will say this: Texas does seem to play well when it's a, a good opponent, um, and LSU is a good opponent. But this is a different LSU monster. Yeah. Um, Texas is really good on the back end. Um, they could give LSU some fits in this game. But um, no, I'm 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 going LSU. I, I think I think LSU handles business, and I think I think they're the favorite too. So yeah, I, I like I like LSU in this game. All right, so here's our new segment going for ridiculousness of Razorback Twitter. Mm-hmm. What the hell were you thinking? And that award goes to Will, and his Twitter handle is at Cheese Hog. What the hell were you thinking? When you came out on Twitter after Dorian Gerald posted, uh, made a post on Twitter and said, get off of social media and go watch game film, knowing he was injured. What the hell were you thinking? Yeah, so maybe, benefit of the doubt, maybe he didn't realize that DG was injured. How could he not? Obviously, he's not a very intelligent individual. If he's going to tweet directly at a player like he did. So let's start there. This dude's not – again, we've had this conversation. He's not the fastest turtle in the shed. Well, we've had this conversation. Do not at players. If you want to get upset, you want to get emotional about what's happening in a game, fine. You know, I, 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 had, I said my piece during the game. I was frustrated the at times. Is, is he started backpedaling. You do, I don't care. He, he threw the, the, the obligatory apology out. Please say face on Twitter. Don't everyone block me and, and, and shun me from yeah. Razorback Twitter. He's what kissing he did. asses all the way. I, I don't care. I, again, I apologize to our sponsors and our listeners for the cousins, but <laughs> it, it really irritates me when people act like this. I mean, what? Again, what the hell were you thinking? Listen, I, we, we probably could have gone through, like, we probably could have found a lot of these, but this one was – I just okay. First off, it, it's double. It's it's compounded because of the injury. I mean, obviously, this dude is. So so if you haven't seen it, the the tweet from Dorian was tough times don't last. Tough people do. Shake back DG. I mean, he was. This dude had a serious injury, and it could have. And actually, 
if you look at the, I don't even know if he's truly the one that tweeted this. No. If you look at, because if the way it's worded, I don't even think DG I don't tweeted think this. DG tweeted it. Yeah. So, so then this dude quote retweets it and says, go watch film and get off social media. Your performance yesterday was putrid. No, your presence on Twitter is putrid. Like that's the problem is you're on Twitter and you shouldn't be. The fact still remains is it's just like we always talk about. There's always that one fan that's got to have his head shoved up his backside. Well, unfortunately, we're going to see a lot of a lot of that. I mean, um, I and, mean I that's why we're here is to call these idiots out. Yeah, and you and I were frustrated. Yeah. You and I, were, but we're not going to jump on social media and at at a player. Right. You you will never see me at at a player. You will never see me go after a player personally. Um, now you know, I added it, Dorian Gerald, and I said, "Hey, buddy, heard about your injury." Keep that head up. Different story. Yeah. I, that's what I did. Yeah. Okay. But I'm never going to go out there and go, at this guy, you suck. Don't worry about it on social media. It just, I'm, I, I'm heated. He's heated over here, man. He's he's about to <laughs> take the mic away a little bit. He's ready to rock and roll. I don't blame you, though, man. I was When I saw this, I just you just got to shake your head. I mean, it doesn't – I don't understand it. I don't understand why these people think that they have – I mean, it's, it's Twitter. They think it gives them unlimited access to people. But – Look, this guy, maybe he went to the game. Maybe he participated in too many of those alcoholic beverages being served in the stadium. Then he had a few more on the way home. Um, had a few more when he got home and then decided to just go off on somebody that happened to be a Razorback player, unfortunately. So definitely don't want that. Um, I, you know, I haven't even – maybe this tweet's been deleted, but I just noticed something that kind of bothers me, and there's five likes on this tweet. <laughs> like, at the time that it was – when I screenshotted it, there were five likes on the tweet. That's kind of that's kind of pathetic. So, yeah, fans, just be fans. Enjoy the games. They may not always be exactly what you want to see. We may not get the results we want to get. But, man, support this program and support these players. Support this coaching staff. You can be upset about the product on the field. You can be upset about what happens. Um, but, man – don't go personally attacking these players. You don't know what's going on in that locker room. I'm 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 steadily looking because I think it. Surely it got deleted. I don't know. I'm not even going to try to dig it up. So, hey, guess what? What's up? It's draft day. So oh, so. Crap! Here so, we go. This is the first time. Hey, how did you talk me into this? It didn't even take much. I just said, "Hey, you want to join this fantasy league?" And it's only yeah, and and you just jumped right in there. So we got a few minutes here before we're going to draft. Um, let's see. I, I, I want to see something real quick, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. Join your draft. I already joined. I want to see. Who's got first pick? <laughs> I got first pick. Yeah, I don't even, I'm the, I don't even Do you realize the last time I played fantasy football, I was in high school, had no idea what the hell I was doing. Yeah, snake draft. Well, but it's only eight teams, dude. Like, it don't matter where you draft in this one. You're going to load up. I'm trying to – I don't – okay, stop it. I went three and 13. That, yeah, well, you know. I had no idea. I get this – look, look. I'm going to tell on Katie for a minute, all right? I took her to Oakland down at Hot Springs. We each put 20 bucks and took 20 bucks in. That was it. I ended up losing 30 bucks and calling it a day. She's over here doubling her money, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm – <laughs> You're coming back. <laughs> so, so fantasy football has not been your thing, huh? Well, the only one time I played it, I just I drafted and that was it. <clears throat> I'm trying to find the draft order here to see where you land at because I want to know who your first pick is going to be, Mr. Cowboy. 
I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm over here watching this thing go down, going, ah, crap, here we go. Wait, don't it do should, mess no, it actually, up. let me see, because I want to see what your draft pick is. What, where's he at on there? Look at you. You did get the final. You got the final. I don't t- know what that means, but it just means yeah. you get back-to-back picks, yeah. and, and, and you get eight and then turn around and get the ninth pick. So that's actually a pretty sweet spot to be. Like, if you're not first, you want to really be eight. Well, if you ain't first, you're last. Yeah, well, you're probably be last. Well, I wake up in the morning, I so, piss excellent. So, so we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep you guys updated as to how Zach's uh, second year of um, fantasy football goes and if he's relevant. I'm probably not going to be. I'll try to help him babysit him a little bit tonight as we go through this thing. But um, at midnight, I'm going to be texting Steve. Steve, what do I do? Help me. You're going to let my, my, my wife's going to beat you. You know she's in this league. <laughs> I figured as much when I saw that. I was like, shit. Yeah, yeah. She, I, I'm the back-to-back defending champion of this league, but we've made some changes What would happen? Year. What would happen if I came and beat you? Go for I it. I won, and I, I, it'll never happen. Hey, I'll, I'll, um, but, uh, yeah. All right, dude, next week, you're going to be live at the Grove, right? Yeah, this, I'll be, well, I'll, Saturday. yeah, I'll be live at the Grove. Make sure you jump on our Snapchat. It is, uh, natural space, natural state sports <laughs> underscore SP. You can always find us in any social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, and of course, Facebook. All you gotta do is search natural state sports. Um, Friday, Katie and I are back in the studio. Uh, breaking down Ole Miss, and we've got a new thing this week, and and I'm, I'm hoping our producer Will has a dump button handy rather quickly because we will be taking calls. I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, we will get that phone number posted, and uh, uh, make sure you guys call in. It's gonna be 90 minutes this week. Starting this week is gonna be 90 minutes. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. That should be um. Interesting. I'm going to be on the road to Oxford, Mississippi. You are going to be on the road to Oxford, Mississippi. So and I maybe I'll call a, in. I might call in. I expect in. a lot of updates from the Grove. I'm calling into your and live And then show. Uh, next week, we move our recording day to Monday. We'll have Hutch back, I hope. I hope, I hope. I, I want to get his thoughts so bad. Um, yeah. Hey. Are we done with Hoggettes, or we we got two more, or we want to start the rotation again, or get Nat and, and Anita back? But uh, we got a lot in store. It's only week two of the college football season. You've been listening to Inside the Natural State, an Arkansas sports podcast. We'll see you next week. Moo pig.